Blessings. This is Pastor Larry Inclan with Living 412. Uh, today we have the pleasure and honor to, to have Josue Montanez with us. Say hello. Hello, everyone. How are we doing today? We also have my wife, Sarita Inclan. Say hello. Hi, guys. God bless you. All right. So we want to get into today's uh, program. We're going to talk about the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 31. Uh, it's one short verse, but it's very loaded with a lot of good information, uh, a lot that's applicable to our daily lives. And it simply says that we need to get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander, and, um, and uh, along with every form of malice. That's in the NIV. In the ESV, it says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice so i do want to talk about this today because um we do encounter so many things in our lives on a daily basis that take us uh easily could take us out of our character or um take us out of that mode where we're supposed to be focused where we're supposed to be um happy and uh, not upset and not letting things get to us, but it's really easy sometimes for us to get set off. You know, uh, we allow things to build up inside of us. We allow the little things turn into big things. And uh, it creates a ripple effect in your attitude. So uh, our goal today is hopefully to help you with uh, these little things that we encounter every day. And uh, Paul is basically the Apostle Paul who wrote the book of Ephesians. He's basically telling us these areas in our lives that we should make a conscious effort to try to avoid. And you have to be sure that when you when you start feeling these moments that you say, wait a minute, I need to put these things away. Like it says in the ESV, put it away or in the NIV, get rid of it. Right. Which are are two very key things to do. Put it away or get rid of it. So I want to start with the first one. Uh, the first one, it says get rid of all bitterness or put away all bitterness, right? So bitterness, it's, uh, it's a part of our attitude that causes trouble not only within ourselves but other people. Um, it is easily related to jealousy or being dissatisfied. So now, uh, or holding a resentment towards someone. So bitterness, give you an example. Somebody got a raise above, above you or before you. So you start to hold this resentment or this uh, bitterness towards someone because you're like, wait a minute, I worked. I worked at this. Why are they getting this promotion before me and you start having this bitterness in your heart towards someone it's a form of jealousy and a form of being dissatisfied or unsatisfied towards a situation you're jealous at the fact that this person got the promotion before you so you are feeling that bitterness in your heart Maybe they didn't mean to offend you. They weren't. They just did what they were supposed to do, and they got the promotion instead of you. So why are you mad at someone for doing their job 
you just didn't get the recognition that you wanted and you're bitter about the fact that they got it. So you're dissatisfied or unsatisfied with a solution or a, or a, an outcome that happened that it wasn't in, it wasn't in your favor and you become bitter towards the situation. So Paul is telling us cast aside all bitterness or do away with bitterness. Make a, a conscious effort to put that from behind you, you know, to get rid of that, to not have that in your heart. And it's easy for us to fall into that trap. It's so easy. Um, you guys can jump in anytime you want. I'm just going to um, go into the different aspects. And whenever you feel like you want to share, you're more than welcome to. Right. Yeah. And um, to give you another example, let's say husband and wife are arguing and the wife keeps on bringing a certain issue up whenever the, whenever they argue she's still bitter about a situation that happened and she is still chasing that moment of being unsatisfied or unhappy with something that happened so that root of bitterness is still in the heart Otherwise, if she did not have that, she wouldn't bring it up anymore. Exactly. She would just let it go at that point. She would just let it go, and she's not. And that's what happens to a lot of us. We have things in our heart that we don't let go of that we feel affected us. Mm -hmm. And it didn't affect us in a positive way. It affected us in a negative way, and we're still holding on to that closely and and we begin to let that root keep growing in our heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, I, I also think um, with the word bitterness and going over and playing, playing it over again in your mind of thinking about like either conversation or situation that you were in of either how you could have done, ended up different if you would have said something different in a sense or just continue playing it over because you're, you're thinking about it. You're constantly thinking about it. I think obviously that plays in part of with the word regret. If I having any regrets, because obviously, if you didn't have a regret of something, obviously you wouldn't be bitter about something, in a sense, uh, in, in that same aspect. So I, I just think of as far as just if it plays out, things play out, and you know, in life, and in certain situations play out, you just gotta let it go at that point. It's easier said than done. Don't get me wrong, um, but holding on to it does more damage than just letting it go. And just moving on from the actual situation or the actual conversation you had or at this point it, the example you brought up is, is someone that that got a raise before you okay well then instead of you being bitter or you being resentful for that person that gave it to you or your boss or then not necessarily that person itself that got it before you but then you're you're, you're bitter against your boss and you're playing your mind of saying well what does my boss have against me now um, what what do they have that I don't have? It, what qualities that you know? And then at that point, then you're you're downgrading yourself. Then you're putting yourself down because you're saying, "Oh well, I, I thought I was doing everything right, but apparently I'm not. I'm just not good enough." But no, you are good enough. It's just maybe that person you know did something you know worked out a little better in certain areas, and, and then you then you lack them because obviously we're not perfect. So you know, I, there's more qualities that other people have that we might not have or that we can improve on. So instead of just taking it as a, a, a rock thrown against you, 
take it as a stepping stone for you yeah. to improve yourself and as as far as your quality of work um that you do so you know what i'm going to improve i want to be the best person that i can be in this area um so that way next time promotion comes around maybe you you You'll know be considered you get considered that promotion or maybe that promotion was never for you Maybe mm -hmm. you had something else in line, you know, God had something else in line for you of saying, instead of going from A to B, you know what, you, you're, you're not worthy of B, but you're worthy of C. It, it, in a sense of going that much further for yeah. the promotion, because they see you, that you, your quality of work ethic that you have is that much more. But you're seeing yourself at the just one next level, but then your boss is seeing you that much higher. So I think obviously if that happens and it happens to a lot of people of people getting raises or they're making more money than their counterpart. Okay, no problem. If that happens, then just all you have to do is just sit down and talk to them. You know, that's obviously the easiest way to resolve the situation. Obviously, peacefully and calmly do it because obviously you don't want to do anything on a negative turn. You don't want to be negative about having a conversation. You want to sit there and see where your your employer sees you at. And where do you see yourself at? Yeah, and say, you know, where can I improve? What area? Yeah, exactly, you know, exactly. What do I have to do? Yep. Yeah. No, that's good. And um, then Paul, Paul goes into the second floor, which is um, wrath. Uh, so to put away wrath or do your best to get rid of wrath or rage and anger, right? And um, anger is something that you experience when it gets to that boiling point where it starts to control you, you no longer control it. It now controls you. And that's when you lose your temper. You lose um, your words are not coming across in a loving manner. Now you're coming off hurtful. Mm -hmm. You're saying things that uh, could easily offend because now you're using your angry you know, voice, your mm -hmm. angry tone, angry words, and uh, you're letting that controlled you and that turns into wrath you know now you're being uh damaging you're being careless with your words and um it's it's something that bitterness bitterness can lead into it could lead you to be so angry uh so it is a carryover from the bitterness and and it's something that you basically turn very passionate about it instead of having that that passionate conversation, it turns into an angry conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we can express that again. Like I always think about children. You know, when you, when you talk to a child, you don't want to come off as you being angry and hurtful to them. You know, you want to speak to them and come off more as in a teachable moment a loving moment try to dealing you know deal with things in a loving manner versus an angry tone that they can it can scar them you know that old saying that says sticks and stones may break our bones but words will never hurt me like that is not true that is so opposite of reality mm -hmm. you know you hurt people with words more mm -hmm. than you do with you know a belt for yeah. example oh yes oh yes. you know you can scar your kids for life by saying something of you know a completely opposite of what god wants you to say mm -hmm. and the truth is is that you can hurt someone with your with your tone you can hurt someone with your words you can hurt someone with your facial expressions with your actions 
there's so many ways that you can hurt someone, unfortunately. And even with just simply saying to someone, you know, uh, you're you're so sensitive. You need to get thick skinned. You need to get stronger. I've said that before, and mm-hmm. and and it's I don't mean it in a hurtful way. It's just you know, the way that men you are were just, taught. You know, yeah. yeah, we were taught to be thick skinned and to be the stronger yeah. one and all that. And it's and it makes sense. And it's 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 I get it. But there's you know. a better way. But yeah. there's just um, to be honest, what I've begin what I've begun to learn from God. If you notice, a lot of times in the word of God, he tries to ask us to be imitators of him. And when he asks us to be imitators of him, he's asking us to do that through the spirit. So when you start looking up what the fruits of the spirit are, love, peace, joy, patience, kindness, and all that, (laughs) and how we're supposed to sort of tap into that Mm -hmm. all the time, all the time. So this way we can put it put it away and the funny thing is is that when you had said that before i was looking that up and how it says uh let it says let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you so it's not asking you to put it away because if you if you put it away that means you're putting it away somewhere Mm -hmm. you're tucking it somewhere Mm -hmm. so this way you could take it out later Mm -hmm. it's saying be put away from you so it's like Give it to Jesus. Give it. Let the Holy Spirit work in you and let the Holy Spirit take it away. Does that mean that I'm never going to feel anger again or anything like that? No, because we're human. (laughs) And so the Bible does clearly state that we all fall short. So the idea that we fall short. Yeah. Okay. so it's going to happen. I might feel it, but 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 let it be put away. So give it to the Holy Spirit as soon as you feel that. And so. What happens is, is it, uh, what I've been learning is that if I'm supposed to be an imitator of, of God, if I'm supposed to be an imitator of Christ, I want to make sure that I'm being more intentional. We've, I know that's like huge word for us mm-hmm. in, in home church, but like I want to make sure that I'm being more intentional and I'm being in the moment. If you notice, that's the reason why the enemy tries to get us to be so busy in life because he wants us to be distracted because as long as we're distracted then we don't have to follow uh being there being in that moment and being so present that if someone comes to me with whatever it is whether it's with an attitude whether if it's with a challenge you know i can actually be present in that moment and aware and say okay this person's coming at me with this because they were frustrated about that and this that it's like you know you're going to be more aware of what's happening around you and when you're more aware of what's happening around you then you know how to respond according to what the spirit asks you to respond as opposed to just responding with i can't deal with that right now i'm busy or you know Snappy, with your yeah. with yeah. your frustration with mm-hmm. your anger and so it's i love you know we could go on with this yeah <laughs> and, and the thing time. is what what paul is trying to tell us is that all of these things become a habit mm-hmm. yes they become a habit that we entertain and allow to take over our emotions yes 
And that that is what he's trying to tell you. You need to get rid of that. You need to put it away or be put away mm -hmm. in the NASA, NASB, the uh, North, uh, New American Standard Bible. Yes. It says that it should be removed from. Yes. Mm -hmm. So all these things need to be removed. And, and that takes practice, like you said. Yeah, because if practice. not... And I've heard people even, like psychologists, for instance, and counselors even yeah. say things like, you have to start speaking positive in your mind. Yeah. So if you have to start practicing speaking positive in your mind, then that also means that these kinds of things that we're learning take practice as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the, and the thing is, if you don't, like you said, if you are, aren't intentional in these things you are going to fall into the same trap. The yes. minute that your wife does something wrong, if you don't take a moment to say, I'm about to snap in my mind, mm -hmm. right? I'm about to get angry. Um, I might say something hurtful. And be intentional to stop yourself and say, what I'm going to do or what I'm going to say right now is going to come off as angry yes. or as wrathful or as uh, one of the, what's one of the other words that he used? Um, as bitter, mm -hmm. you know, I have to stop for a quick second, auto-analyze myself and mm -hmm. say, wait, what I'm going to say, is it going to come across correctly? Like yeah. evil speaking. Like, am I going to say an evil? Is it going to come off as if it's evil? Because obviously all our intentions are good. We are all good intended people. It's mm -hmm. just a matter of making sure that if you're good and you have good intentions, then make sure that what what's coming out of your mouth is intended to be good as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and 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 that's why we have to be careful with the words that we use, um, and the things that we're thinking, so that they come out correctly. And it's um, hard, my people. You know me. It's I'm real. <laughs> it's, it's very <laughs> challenging, hard. and it is not easy. But that's why I love that you said, Pastor. It's practice yeah because that's really all it is you're just going to start practicing and don't be so hard on yourself when you do in those moments fall short don't be hard on yourself but rather just trust in the lord like it says with all your might and don't lean on your own understanding trust in the lord that even though i was practicing it all day and when i got home as soon as i got home if i <laughs> fell short and i failed give it to jesus quickly give it to the holy yeah. spirit tell the holy spirit i'm sorry i know i just snapped but you got me i know you got me and then the holy spirit will tell you what to do from there and it goes along to what paul says renew your mind daily yes you know because today's struggle might not be the same as tomorrow but you are going to go through the struggles that's right and th these are the things that we need to look out for be intentional to wake up in the morning and say, you know what, today I want to wake up with an attitude of gratitude. Yep. I'm not going to let things get me angry. There's going to be things out of my control that I can't control. You know, I can't focus on it. It's going to happen. It's going to be life. But you know what? No one is going to take me out of my zone today. Right. And just say, you know what? It is what it is. The car caught a flat. You know what? It could have happened to my neighbor. It could have happened to my boss. It could have happened to whoever. Why am I going to get upset? You know what? It happens. Let me fix the tire. So what if it's raining and you got soaked? That clothes is going to dry. It is. It happens. But you know what? Why are, we, or why are we letting these things take the best of us and take control of us? Mm -hmm. How about think about the other, th the, the, the flip side? Hey, you know what? I got this flat. Instead of getting so upset, Lord, was that for me to avoid a car accident? Mm -hmm. Let me flip it and just say, hey, you know what? 
maybe this just saved me from getting into a car accident. And and just choose to be intentional to think positive things. Yeah. Um, he says to put away clamor, uh, which is another word for quarreling, like right? Shouting, for uh, arguing and yelling and yes. catching an attitude and being argumentative, you know, all these things. It's so easy. It goes back to arguing with your kids, arguing with your wife, arguing with a coworker, possibly. And we let some of the things that people are doing take us out of our character um, that the Lord is trying to build in us. And, and it sets us off. You know, we have to put away that argumentative attitude. It goes back to the bitterness aspect. They go hand in hand. They all it's like almost yeah. like a trickle effect. Right? Almost like it connects. It's they like all if you're bitter, yeah. then you get the the, the roots begin to And you're set dig. off quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you already have in your heart and you think your wife is trying to offend you because you have a root of bitterness over something that happened or argument from last week or you know, this discussion from this morning and then anything that she says is gonna set you off or anything he says, now you're taking it to offense, like, hey, uh, why do you keep bringing this up? I didn't bring it up. I'm just saying. And then you start into an argument. Yeah. So it's like you know? bitterness creates a wrath and wrath creates you. Know, it reminds anger, me of a crazy anger, cycle. Clamor. Exactly. Right. If you guys want to know what the crazy cycle is, ask. message us. <laughs> just ask us what the crazy cycle is. Yes. And we'll tell you about it because it's it's important in relationships and marriage and your children, just in everything. General, in, in, everything. In, in people, people to people contact. Um. But it, it is a crazy cycle that we fall into. Absolutely. And we easy quarrel with people over things that are insignificant. And we should learn to put that away, remove it, you know, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Say, why am I arguing with this person? What is the real root of the argument? Yep. Is it me that I took offense for something? Or am I being offensive to them in a certain tone or way? Did I say something? You know? Um, it happens at work with people. It happens at work. Like you get into discussions with people over nothing. And uh, we could either be the obnoxious ones causing trouble or somebody else could be the, that one. So mm-hmm. you have to choose who are you going to be today? Am I going to be obnoxious? Am I going to be quarrelsome? Am I going to be fighting or argumentative? Do I want to treat my wife this way? Do I want to treat my kids this way? Or do I want to be loving and build them up? Because let me tell you, if if I wake up in the morning and I want to make my wife's life miserable, I can. Yeah. But for what? Am I going to have a good day? That is the truth. I'm not going to have a good day. I'm not going to have a good night either. Nope. <laughs> right? You, I love one saying, um, people <laughs> say, you catch more bees with honey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 you catch more bees with honey. So why do I want to? Put myself through the aggravation of having a miserable day because I chose to get up on the wrong side of the bed. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's just like, and if you choose that route, obviously the the problem's still going to be there. Mm-hmm. No matter what, you know, you think about it. It's just like, obviously, we spoke this a while ago. It's about uh, uh, addiction in a sense. Mm. It's anything, in, in, you know, in, in general. If you do something just to, in a sense of, think that your problems are going to go away or you know like a, like a person that you know uh, you know drinks alcohol oh let me drink this every room thinking my problems will go away eventually when you, <laughs> once you wake up from the hangover your problems are still going to be there. They're still there so it, it's it's in a sense it's, it's like that also because some people 
is that that's all they know. So that's all they can resort to. Yeah. All they know is anger. All they know is bitterness. All they know is resentment. And mm-hmm. that's all they can give. If they never receive that love or, or receive that grace and receive that understanding of somebody sitting down and actually talking about a situation and all they heard was just yell, 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 that's all they're going to know how to do it because that's all they learned. Yeah. So as, as, as far as retooling their mind and understanding is, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. It, it's going to take time of you actually practicing and, and, and doing it. It's just like you you losing weight. Every time, you know, I'm pretty sure January 1st came around, everybody said New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I'm going to lose weight. Yes, this is my New Year's resolution, the same resolution used for the January past 5th. five years. And January 3rd, there goes your New Year's resolution. It, it's gone. So it's, it, it, it's hard to change your mindset in, in anything you do in life because obviously you're so accustomed to doing it and you're, you're so in such of your comfort zone. Yeah. So you being comfortable doing it, you don't want to change. Change is extremely hard for a lot yeah. of people. It, it's they don't they don't want to do it. You know when somebody does. People don't like. You, change. you can lead a horse to to to, to, to the lake or, or wherever he drinks water, water yeah. but you cannot make the horse drink water. I don't care who you are. You can't force the horse down to make him drink water. That is up to the horse himself if they want to do it. Yeah. So obviously, if somebody wants to change and and, and make, do something better for their lives they're going to do it on their own in a sense. You can help them out as much as you can and you can, you know, put everything forward and say, you know, this is how we do it. This is how, you know, you're going to improve life. It's going to be better for you. It's going to be great. But it has to be you. Yeah, you you're have the, to want it. You're the one that has to want it, you know, in, in, in the end. Um, but yeah, it is a vicious cycle. It's definitely one leads to the other, the other leads to the other, and then eventually, you know, obviously, it's a, you know, you know it's, it's a spiral. Can I just say that, like, I've I've been that person who has been desperate for change many times in my life Mm -hmm. for many different reasons and many different things. Like, I have had and felt that desperation of I want to change. I don't want to be the same. I hate this. I don't like this. And I've, I've been there. And, you know for whatever reason like there there were different things that i had to change for instance and i for whatever reason i would stay stuck mm-hmm. and then i started to sort of uh, not only ask god to help me mm-hmm. figuring out what it was that was causing it but also i had to sort of you know dig in sort of like what you do um well not sort of but it is what you do with counseling you mm-hmm. sit down with cu- with someone, it's an outside person, and they help you sort of piecing together all the areas and mm-hmm. all the things. They help you making sense of all of your thoughts and all of your feelings. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, kudos to those counselors and psychologists that are out there yep. that are helping people right now. But really, that's what it's all about. And so mm-hmm. that's what I had to do. I had to piece everything together. I had to... Uh, figure all those little things that were triggers, things that were uh, causing me to to, mm-hmm. to to like stay stuck. And once I was able to figure those things out, it w- it didn't stop there. <laughs> then I had to learn how to set my mind. Like I had to learn how to shift my mindset. Mm-hmm. Stop thinking negative or stop allowing for those things that were triggering me, Mm 
those things that were like like just causing me to get angry or causing me to get frustrated and and the crazy thing is is that it was for me like my husband used to say it was like zero to a hundred it was never like this medium it was just <laughs> like the minute i felt frustrated mm-hmm. or the minute i felt angry it was like i would just run and hide and get into this like corner in my brain <laughs> mm-hmm. and be stuck there so it it's a matter of thinking as well so we all have choices oh yes don't ever feel as though you are so stuck that there's just no hope no for exactly. you yep. or no way out trust me when i tell you speaking from a person that came from that desperate m- place yes there is we all have a choice and we it, that's really what it boils down to as soon as you make mm-hmm. that choice then it then comes the work and i promise you that it is going to be worth it when you put mm-hmm. the work in in making sure you figure out what those things are that are, are deeply rooted mm-hmm. and then once you figure those once you get through that hurdle and figure it out then put in the work with setting your mind in the in the positive things in the right things and like the bible says on things above yeah and and paul's basically helping us how He's teaching us how to do this walk. That's right. You know, how to do this mm-hmm. walk, how to uh, allow ourselves to be open to the Holy Spirit and how we can help um, ourselves and put away these things that are not healthy for us as believers that we need to put away or remove all these things that get in the way. And Paul knows. You know? Paul and, knows. And he went through it. He went through it. Paul Paul knows he's real. He's as real as real can get because he used to persecute the Christians. So yeah. imagine how that used to weigh on his mind and on his emotions, considering the fact that he used to persecute these Christians. And now here he is being a Christian himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he wants us to live in a life uh, that's honoring to God. That's and right. When we offend, when we hurt people, when we're angry, when we have malice in our heart, wrath, bitterness, all these things are not pleasing to God. And he's just telling you, remove those things. Wake up with a different attitude. Take away that old self and be that renewed you. Exactly. That's what that, that is about. Mm-hmm. The renewed you ha- should have all those things taken away and, and make it a point every day to say, you know what? I'm renewing my mind today. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to hold contempt or bitterness towards people. I don't want to have malice in my heart. I want to live for God, and I want to mm-hmm. prove to myself that I can do it by just – Every day, achieving, every day, working goals, at it, every goals, day exactly. saying, Lord, I allow you in my heart. Every morning, if Amen. you have to do it, Lord, every morning say, I allow you to take control today and, and guide me. Don't allow me to be slanderous, bitter, you know, all these words Amen. and renew me each day. Yes. This has been Living 412. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, if you want to reach us, you can reach us at Ministries 6 at Gmail and you could watch our services Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. at h uh, facebook.com backslash hc violin. God bless you all.